Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 108 in Edmonton. Hour number two, Oilers now. In this hour, a little bit of you coming up. Uh, we got some things we got to get to the second hour of Oilers now. Brought to you by Digitex. And Hugh Porter's pretty happy with the start to the Oilers season. He's a big Oilers fan. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT technology and software. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive guest certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. And you know what? Uh, how many of you had a delay getting into uh, work today? I live in uh, in the city's southwest side. It was a disaster on the uh, Twilliger Drive this morning. Like, it was just incredible how far backed up. You know, maybe they built a few too many houses out towards that part of the city as well. We all know how city politics works and who really supports our local councillors and uh, mayors and that sort of thing. And it's called the builders. But uh, anyhow, uh, tough, tough day out there. So people have to be patient. Uh, But uh, this is the time of year where you need a winter performance package. And I'd strongly recommend... The folks go out and see Uncle Milt and Johnny and Rich, uh, the gang out at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, get a no-charge winter performance package in most cars, trucks, and SUVs, plus 0% financing on F-150s and select SUVs. They don't sit there and get you to, uh, you know, get committed to a vehicle and then take you into financing and plus, 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 plus. It's not how they roll at Brent Ridge Ford a eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Call 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Do want to mention, uh, taking place today at Rogers Place, it's a, a, a real cool uh, thing that uh, Leon Dreisaitl is a part of. It's We Scare Hunger. And... Uh, Volunteer action uh, involves students sorting, packing, and loading final food donations onto uh, convoys of four trucks alongside uh, Leon Settle and Forta Canada employees. Uh, again, this is going to be taking place today. Uh, it's a terrific event. Lead up to the event, schools across Edmonton conducted school-wide We Scare Hunger food drives, galvanizing friends, family, and the community to collect non-perishable food items to help fill Edmonton's food uh, donation gap. So it's a terrific event. Uh, it's all part of uh, the uh, We Scare Hunger group made possible by Forta Canada, 
Uh, it's uh, We Scare Hunters, one of Wee's local awareness campaigns that educates young people about local hunger, hunger issues and provides them with an interactive campaign to help take action on this issue. For more information, uh, more information, uh, go to We Schools. Terrific event. So good for and it's good for Leon to get involved in that as well. Well, we're, we're not going to have time, I don't think, to take because we got so many. Te- we've got literally hundreds of texts on today's show, so we'll, we'll answer some of those texts shortly. However, let's get into NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, and, and speaking of Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. We got a busy one in the NHL tonight. 11 games, in fact. Ottawa visits the Islanders. Montreal hosts Boston. Toronto welcomes in Los Angeles. Winnipeg entertains New Jersey. Calgary gets the Coyotes on the second half of that back-to-back, and Vancouver gets St. Louis on the front half of that back-to-back. So, of all that action, Bob, what are you watching tonight? I'm watching two periods of Winnipeg, New Jersey. Any reason in particular? Well, I'm... I mean, I, I watch a lot of New Jersey's games, especially this year. I want to see how it's going there. I mean, you know, they won the off season, right? Moved up in the lottery and got themselves Jack Hughes, and then everybody, <clears throat> some big fans of P.K. Subban with New Jersey. Obviously, there's a story that's uh, going to be watchable during the course of the year involving Taylor Hall. That's sort of got a lot of people's attention. I know I talked to guys around the league, and... They think he's one of the big storylines this season. And again, I think New Jersey is poised and in great position to get Taylor re-signed. they got tons of cap space, and they have a need, and he's their best player. And if he doesn't sign there, my expectation is the other 30 teams in the National Hockey League will all investigate the possibility of looking at signing Taylor Hall. Because the guy is, after all, a former NHL MVP in the did a pretty good job there a couple of years ago. So I'm going to watch that. Plus, I like Dennis Beck. I like his call. I think I think the TSN Winnipeg television crew does a terrific job. It's a pretty good regional broadcast. So I like the broadcast. And uh, you know what? The Jets play an up-tempo game. New Jersey plays an up-tempo game. Jets get getting some saves. New Jersey hasn't been getting a lot of saves so far this year. And then I'm going to watch at least two periods of St. Louis and uh, Vancouver. So that's what I'm going to be doing at the uh, Chateau Stauffer tonight. Uh, that's what's going to be going Chateau Stauffer tonight. We're going to be watching where I watch the games with the three cats that come upstairs and <laughs> hang out and taking over my uh, television room, my house. Interesting point here on Taylor Hall. Uh, it sounds like him and his agent, Darren Ferris, are going to meet with Devils GM Ray Shiro on this upcoming road trip, which sees them stop here on Friday yep. and uh, discuss essentially his future in New Jersey, what they want to have uh, hammered out. So a situation to monitor, as you sort of alluded to there, Bob. Yeah, uh, Ferris has got Philip Broberg as well. Um, who else? He, Brian Matha in the orders. Uh, he, they signed him as an undrafted 20-year-old a couple of years ago. Ended up getting hurt and getting shut down. But uh, he's, you know, he was part of the Aura group for a number of years. He's not a, just, I'm going to give you two names just to think about this for a second for our listeners because we have smart listeners. Darren Ferris also represents Andreas Athanasiu and Josh Anderson. Go look back to the start of the season a couple of years ago. All right, what else you got, Brent? 
Uh, on Long Island, Lou Lamorello says they're taking a wait-and-see approach here with Josh Hosang, who is away from the organization right now while he waits for a trade out of town. Lamorello was non-committal on whether Hosang would report to AHL Bridgeport if they ultimately can't find a trade partner there. Uh, Bakersfield Condors off until Friday when they host San Diego. The Oil Kings get Prince Albert at Rogers Place tonight. It's a 7 p.m. puck drop between last year's league champ and the number one team in the league right now. Speaking of the Oil Kings forward Josh Williams named to Team WHL in the CIBC Canada-Russia series game coming up here quick. He is the replacement for injured Peyton Krebs. Russia beat the QMJHL 4-3 last night in comeback fashion. And the U of A Golden Bears resuming conference play this weekend against the Calgary Dinos in a home-and-home. Home. All right, we'll have to get Ian Herbers on the show on Thursday. Haven't had him on for about, uh, I don't know, three weeks, a month. Uh, Golden Bears getting a little bit of a boost in their lineup. Chad Butcher, who was very good in Oilers rookie camp for two years in a row, is uh, now finished uh, red-shirting for a year and will be uh, good to go for Alberta. So there's a former 100-point score in the Western Hockey League added to the Bears forward units. They're down a couple of their better players right now. Cole Sanford, 50-goal scorer in the WHL. Trevor Cox, 100-point man in the WHL, both out with injury for Alberta. Edmonton Oil Kings, great story. You mentioned Josh Williams. I think he's going to get drafted as a 19-year-old this year. Now, he was in Edmonton at the Holinka Gretzky. Looked pretty good. Scored the game-winning goal, right? Scored the game-winner against uh, the Americans. Uh, then had a tough year. Started the year last year in Medicine Hat. Got traded during the season to Edmonton. And the Oil Kings gave up a pretty good player to get him. And uh, end result, uh, finished here with the Oil Kings on a strong team that went three rounds in the playoffs, and he's had a terrific campaign so far this season. One seventeen in Edmonton. One week. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Get back. We got a lot of texts coming in. We'll get to Lowe's uh, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Pretty confident he's going to get going. Uh, a little bit snake bit goal scoring wise. Just one goal through the first. Put it this way if I told you at the start of the year that Nugent Hopkins would only have one goal in 16 games and the Oilers would be 10-4-2, uh, and two, what would you have said? Uh, we are going to actually head off to a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 119, and K-Jam is entering the fray. Hello, K-Jam. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Bob. Yep. Um, I wanted to, to say I, I think it's worth mentioning that I think that, that Dave Tippett here has done a great job in terms of uh, managing the, the roster, especially the bottom six players coming in and out also through injury um and then uh you know uh like the the defense for the most part too and um uh i hope that he sticks with uh person here and uh gives him uh another crack at it i I think that that the philosophy of uh of of sometimes sitting guys down is is good but other times you know you want to get them right back out there and see how they respond but uh you know i think that with the the bottom six guys coming in and out uh, keeps players hungry, keeps people accountable, and I think that he's done 
uh, a real good job moving players around and and up and down the lineup. And and then just real quick, I wanted to know uh, what your take was on uh, on Taylor Hall last week. I'm not sure if you've already gone over this or, or whatever, but you know he 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 kind of talked about how uh, you know he didn't appreciate the fans booing during the power play and uh, and all that. And then he scores the 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 real the real hearty goal the other day where he he drives the net and sacrifices the body and. You know, I mean, obviously they're they're cheering at home because he's scoring, but he puts his hands to the ear. And you know, I wanted to know your take on that because I'm not really sure where I sit on that. Is that do you think that that's a, a job of the fans, or do you think that that's just a, a right. turn up the volume thing? Well, you know what, KJM, what's interesting there is I don't think Taylor wanted to throw, uh, you know, to bury Corey Schneider. Right, Corey Schneider was terrible in that game. Uh, right, they the the game where. Taylor was commenting on them booing the power play. They're one for three in the power play. The issue in New Jersey this year has not been the offense. They've scored enough goals. Their goaltending has been terrible. I don't know what the save percentages are for the two guys, but I know they're both below 900. And that's why, like, they already played eight of 12 games at home, and they only got three wins this year. So they can score. They can't stop it. And so I think I'm going to read between the lines here. Like, I know this about Taylor. Like, he's not on the penalty kill. He was, he's the type of guy that wouldn't put down the penalty kill, right? So read, read between the lines of what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's, not, gonna, he's not a goalie, so he's, he's going to sit there and just – so what he's saying to the fans is figure it out here. You're booing a power play that's one for three and we're scoring goals. Kind of defined. Yeah, as for so, the so year, that's like a, Go ahead. It's kind of like what? I was going to say, so you, you kind of feel that like that's almost like a, a what are you going to say without, without throwing, you know – the, the team under the bus or, or you know like like coaches kind of deflect a little bit from uh from yeah, uh, throwing I mean, players under the that, bus. I mean, sort of move? I mean what what's the player supposed what's the forward supposed to say in that situation? Well maybe if our yeah. damn goalie makes a save we're not gonna be you know what? So yeah. right like that's like I could tell you the Oilers had a goaltender here that used to stare down his young defenseman and I personally hated it because the guy wasn't that good of a goalie. He's long gone, and I couldn't stand it. That's one of the things I admired about Talbot is Talbot didn't show up his his teammates. And so, so you don't think the uh, the hand of the ear thing is, is sort of related at all? That's some, more oh, no, no, no. I think it was a little bit. I, I mean, I haven't spoken to Taylor, but uh, uh, and I and I'll be frank with you. I didn't. There's other media people in town. Uh, one that I can think of that had a closer relationship with Taylor. Uh, you know, I, I know this. The halls. No sports, like his dad played in the CFL and was a bobsledder, and uh, is you know watches football and they like Taylor was Taylor is as much of a sports junkie as any of the listeners to this show. Like we got some hardcore guys that listen to this show that know sports. Taylor is a hardcore guy that knows sports. Okay. Yeah, it, it seems to me that like yeah, and like he he's the kind of guy who's who's aware of what's going on yeah. and the continuity. Of I, yeah, I would suggest to you that you know he was. He kind of, you know, there, there's a goal to get excited about and get fired up about. But I, my interpretation wasn't that he was, uh, <laughs> I think he was deflecting a bit when he made the comment about them booing on the power play when they're one for three. Like, the issue all season is they can't get it. Like, they should have beaten the Oilers the game they played. But, again, the, the Oilers got more stops. And I'm, I'm going to be interested tonight against Winnipeg because Winnipeg's starting to pull it together here. Winnipeg's starting and, to play a little bit better. So you know, talk, talking quickly about that game where where the Oilers probably should have lost against New Jersey. What, what did you feel about the game last night? Would you say that that was a bit of a soft or anybody could have won? 
Or would you say that the Oilers was, took a play? I, I like the fact that Edmonton battled back and got a point. You know what? I, I actually thought Arizona was the better team in the balance of the game. But you could argue I would say first. Certainly at the beginning of the game. Yeah, for first, sure. first half, KJM was Arizona. Second half was Edmonton. But I'll give the Oilers credit. Put it this way. A year ago, I think the Oilers would have lost that game in regulation. I think that's a fair comment. All right. Thanks, KJM. I got a ton of Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. All right. Uh, Now, what do you think the chances are, Brennan? We got about 600 texts that have come into the show, and our text line shuts down right as we're going to go to those texts. Well, that works out conveniently because we are going to, at this time, get to a regular feature that runs every day at 125. It is the injury report. Brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, the Boston Bruins put Kevin Miller on long-term injury reserve to clear cap space uh, for the recall of Zach Sanishin. Uh, Miller out with a knee issue, has been all season long. Charlie McAvoy also left the last game with an upper body injury, is questionable for tonight. So is David Backus. He's nursing an upper body injury of his own. Canucks defenseman uh, Quinn Hughes missed the last game with a twisted ankle. It was reported earlier today. He will return tonight against St. Louis. They are also without Tyler Mott, who's on the IR until early December with an upper body injury. Good news for Leafs fans as well. John Tavares is expected to suit up tonight against Los Angeles. He broke his finger back on October 16th. As far as the Oilers go, still without Josh Archibald with a foot issue. Uh, Joe Kim Nygaard still recovering from a rib injury and Riley Sheehan day-to-day with uh, what we assume is a concussion. <laughs> there we go. Uh... Bob, just uh, to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, just so you know, Sangudo has less traffic than Edmonton and cheaper lots from Reggie in RD. I I would have never gotten that. And, Bob, uh, we heard your comments uh, about Twilliger Drive, and uh, nobody gets more upset by Twilliger Drive than Jalen Nye. Apparently she rants on this topic. I did not know that. Uh, I, I must have missed that time she ranted on to Actually, you know what? I did hear one time rant about it. Uh, hey, it's, it's her opinion. She's allowed to have it. And believe me, when you got to take your kids to school and you can't even get out into uh, Haddo Drive, it's it's unbelievable. It's just... What, what, what is it about the first snowfall each year where there's a little bit of a skiff and some frozen roads where the entire city gets locked down? It's an, like... Shouldn't we of all places know how to drive in those situations? I mean, I, I think we should. Maybe I'm completely out of it. Hey, Bob, good segment with KJAM. <laughs> there we go. Bob, Josh Anderson is a super fit with Nugent Hopkins, and Athanasio is also a great fit, even for a third liner. Uh, I like both those players. My point is they both – they're. Uh, Darren Ferris also represents Mitch Marner, who got himself paid by the Maple Leafs. But in both Athanasio's case and Anderson's case, those were not easy negotiations, respectfully, for Detroit and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Those were not deals that came together that quickly. You know what else? In the Mitch Marner deal, that one didn't come quickly either. We'll see. Again, New Jersey's in a great spot to get Hall signed. About... 70 to 80% of you have a lot. I mean, how do you not respect a guy that ended up winning the league MVP? So, Brendan, put it, let, let me ask you a question. A 15-second or less response. Okay? If you had the cap space and he goes to free agency, do you want a seat at the table with Hall? I think you'd be silly not to want to have that conversation. It's amazing that we still have 10% texters that think that that's a non-starter. I, I don't get that. 
I, I think it's if you had cap space in the league, you'd have to find a way to try to get in there. Five on five, the guy's a dynamic player. I mean, New Jersey, they weren't very good two years ago. They got, he's got more to work with right now, but they can't get any stops. Pretty good player. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who's got a pretty good team right now, Kurt Hill. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.